Well, Game 3 was certainly an adventure. The masked Embiid comes from injury to make an appearance. The Sixers stomped the Miami Heat by a final score of 99-79. to The Sixers now trail the series 2-1, and who knows, the energy may have just been shifted. We will break it all down. Let's go. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Be sure to ring the bell so you don't miss any of the content. Shout out to all 30 plus thousand that were in the stream last night. What a time it was. And here we are back today. And I had to wake up this morning and pinch myself. Did that really happen last night? Was that real? The performance that Joel Embiid put on beyond the game. Okay, just the fact that he came back. From what he has been going through, he talked about it, said it was a struggle, and we thought that there was just a, maybe a sliver of hope that he could return, but would he really be the same? And this guy went out here and played, what, 37 minutes, 36 minutes, 36 minutes, and put on a show, man. He wasn't overly dominant, but just having him on the floor was uh, absolutely insane. We will talk about this game because, to be honest, with his presence on the floor, a lot of different things happened. And there's so much I want to get to. Obviously, I don't want to talk for an hour. Um, but, man, what a game it was. The Sixers now find themselves down 2-1. to one, And um, there is a lot to be said from last night. First and foremost, we got to take a look at this. Because I, I couldn't help but believe last night that Joel Embiid turned into a real-life superhero. Like, look at this, man. Joel Embiid coming out, putting on the mask. I mean, this guy looks like a superhero. He really does. He really does, man. Look at that. What an epic camera angle, man. I mean, that <clears throat> he was just so inspirational. I mean, I, I wanted to go chase my dreams last night because of Joel Embiid. I mean, it, it was something, and I, you know, I, I just can't believe he actually played and played that long and uh, and did what he had to do last night. He even followed it up on Instagram. He, you know, we know Joel's back now. The Troel is back. He puts this out uh, with him uh, with the mask on, and the caption, no one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Uh, the famous line from The Dark Knight Rises. Um, and Jimmy Butler actually commented on the post and said, F your mask. Obviously, they're, you know, they're buddies, so he's just messing around. But I just thought that was hilarious. Joel Embiid is back. He's feeling himself. And, uh, you know, he's, he's out here turning in to Troel again. And I am all here for it. Uh, before we talk about the game and what happened, and then we'll talk later about Joel Embiid, I, I just want to say something first and foremost. Whether you're a Sixers fan, a Heat fan, an NBA fan, it doesn't matter. This guy should get public respect for the next five days. Honestly, what he did last night to come back from a broken face, a torn thumb, a concussion, everything, man. I mean, he's dealing with so much, and it really is unfortunate because he's put himself in the best shape the last two years. To come out and play from that, it just spoke to me as from his leadership standpoint, it spoke to me from his ability to want and to win. Like, it's just the desire, man. He is everything that represents Philadelphia. He he will go down as one of the all-time greats in Philadelphia. And, you know, we look back at famous games uh, in history, right? Like the flu game from MJ. Like, this was his version of, of a flu game. And I just got to put this out there, man. He deserves a damn lick of respect from everybody. For going out there and and knowing that his team may have gone down 3-0 and sucking it up and going out there to play. Doc said he might be on limited minutes. No, no, he wasn't. He, he went out there and put on a show 
Uh, a couple days ago, he couldn't even look at his phone. I didn't think he would even play past halftime. And he stuck in there, man, and he was gassed. He was not feeling good. I know he's not feeling good today. But, man, just what an impressive effort. And um, I I'm just so proud of the guy, man. I really am. Um, I got to be honest with you guys. That last night was a top three performance all time for Joel Embiid in my books. Um, that'll go down as a game I remember forever. Not because he was overly dominant. Not because he impacted the game uh, with his scoring and was the MVP level scorer of Joel Embiid and the scoring champ. No, because he went out there and sucked it up and his impact changed this entire series. And we will talk about it. Um, I put out a multitude of tweets last night <clears throat> and I saw this tweet from Draymond Green. Um, and this kind of summed up everything I was trying to say. I could not have put it better myself. Draymond Green says the power of Joel. He didn't play incredible, but because of his presence, everyone else did. That That is spot on. That is spot on. When you look at this game, okay, I mean, the, the Sixers played completely different. The confidence level, the shots, right, moving the ball around, everything was different because Joel Embiid was on the floor. This guy was out there with half a face. He literally had to adjust his mask a couple times, and his eye is still swollen. He can barely see and the Miami Heat are trying to rough him up. They're throwing triple teams at him, and he still can't be stopped. He still can't be stopped. There's so much to break down from this game. Um, I'm just going to talk about the couple things that I saw that I thought really have impacted uh, this series and how they changed last night. Number one, last night was finally a game where the Sixers shot the ball well, and Miami did it. Now, Miami hasn't shot it extremely well the first couple games, but the Sixers were abysmal from beyond the arc in the first game, 26% and 17 in the second percent. 17% in the second game. Last night, the Sixers shot 48.5% from deep. The Miami Heat shot 23%. Now look, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Miami Heat didn't have a really bad game. They did. And do I expect them to shoot that way going forward? Probably not. But you see what happens. You see how much a game can change when you hit your shots. And part of it, in my opinion, was being beyond... Uh, you know, the home crowd, being in front of that energy. The crowd was great last night. They were having it um, <clears throat> and having those guys there. That's part of it for sure. But second off, and, and this is what I've been alluding to the whole time, Joel Embiid's presence was completely different for these shooters. One, because the, uh, the Miami Heat perimeter defenders, they didn't have as much help. And why? It ties back to Joel Embiid. He took Bam Adebayo out of this game. That was the biggest difference with the shooting. Bam Adebayo in this game, he was averaging, uh, I think, like 20-plus in the first couple games, 90% from the field. Last night, he went 2-for-9 nine with 9 points. That is completely tied to Joel Embiid. On the defensive side of the ball, what the Heat like to do is let Bam Adebayo come up and help with these switches because he's such a versatile defender and he's quick on his feet. Um, and that's what they were doing in the first couple games. Bam was pretty much sagging off DeAndre Jordan or Paul Reed and, and going up, and they were allocating him to help on different shooters, and the Sixers were suffocated. They couldn't even get shots off. Last night, Bam Adebayo was pretty much stabilized. He had to stay connected with Joel Embiid, and, and it's just that you know you have to account for him. Even if he's a decoy, you have to account for him, um, and Bam Adebayo was completely taken out of what they were trying to do. And then on the other side of the ball... Joel Embiid, 
uh, was just manning that paint. Now, sure, there were runs in the game where the Sixers need to step up. And I'm not going to act, you know, sit here and act like the Sixers played a perfect game. They surely did not. But outside of a couple stretches, why do you think the Miami Heat didn't make as many shots? Sure, it was a bad night for them. But also, they're taking more shots. Why are they taking more shots? Because Joel Embiid is in the paint. It's not a slow aging DeAndre Jordan. They were not as willing to be aggressive and attack the paint. And that is you know, correlating with Joel Embiid and his presence. And it just completely changed everything. The Sixers played more confident. Bam Adebayo was taken out of the game. Sure, Jimmy Butler had a great game, 33 points. But outside of that, even Tyler Hero was not as effective. And part of that was Joel Embiid. Part of it was Matisse Thibel finally coming out of the woodworks and making his presence felt. I thought Matisse had a pretty solid game last night. I hope it continues going on because we need that kind of performance um, but Joel Embiid just did so much. And then the ball movement on offense, um, things were just flowing. Things felt better, right? There's a reason James Harden and Joel Embiid were running a good amount of two-man game. I didn't see us revert the ISO too much in this game. You know, Harden got out to a very aggressive start. And the Harden hate is just weird. People expect this guy to, like, go for 35 every game. It's not happening. He's a different player now. You have to accept what he is at this point in time, where we're at in this series. And I thought James Harden kept us in this game in the first half, him and Danny Green. We'll talk about Danny in a second. But James Harden was aggressive. He had 13 points in the first half. And he saw kind of that Joel Embiid was just out there, you know, and Joel was going through the motions. That was the biggest thing for me, right? I said, you know, if Joel Embiid comes back, but he's not really Joel Embiid, I don't have much confidence. But if he can come back and move like this, then guess what? You know, we could have a series here. And James Harden took it upon himself to step up and be aggressive. And he was getting to the rack. He was getting to the line as well. He went eight for eight from the line. He had 17 points total in the game. Sure, he wasn't as aggressive in the second half. But, you know, it was mainly because of Tyrese Maxey. And Maxey got going finally. Maxey probably had one of the worst first halves that he's ever had. And he was completely non-existent. And then Maxey comes out and puts up 21 Five threes in the second half, and once he got going, again, the Heat just had no answer for what we were doing. Um, so Harden kind of kept us in the game in the first half, and then Maxie came out and, and was shining in the second half. Tobias Harris went four for 13 from the field. He didn't really play well at all on the offensive side. I thought he had a pretty good defensive game again, but it just goes to show that Joel Embiid being on the floor, Tobias didn't even have to have a good game. Joel Embiid had 18 points, five for 12 from the field, his jump shot was a little bit off kilter, as I expected, because of the mask. Uh, but he was still dominate down low. He had a couple and ones. The and one in the fourth quarter, where he fades off of one foot uh, from the elbow, gets fouled, and, and puts it through the cylinder. And then he turns around and gives the gesture to the fans. I mean, it was unreal. This guy had played 34 minutes at that point. And somehow he's mustering the energy to go out here and, and, and do these things. It's just, it's Almost in, impossible. It's almost impossible what he did last night, and that's why he deserves so much damn respect, man. I mean, that was just a sensational performance, and if he can just be out there and let the Heat have to account for him, this is he might have just changed the whole dynamic of the series. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. But Tyrese Maxey stepped it up. Harden kept us afloat. Tobias, and I got to talk about Danny Green, man. The bench was still a little bit iffy. I mean, Shea came in, had a couple buckets. Niang... I really enjoyed Niang stepping up to P.J. Tucker, by the way, because uh, P.J. Tucker was trying to rattle us. And what did the Sixers do instead of, you know, folding under that intense environment and that pressure? 
They stepped right up to the plate, got a couple and ones, Joel Embiid, everybody telling Tucker to shut up. And and this Sixers team has needed a guy like Niang for years. Of course, he's cold right now. He's struggling shooting the ball uh, consistently. But when when, uh, when Matisse Thibel got elbowed by P.J. Tucker a couple times, got roughed up, George Niang was not scared to go right into the fire. He stood right in front of Matisse Thibel, and he told P.J. Tucker to shove it. And that is what makes a good teammate, and we have missed that for years, so I'm really glad we had that. But Danny Green, man, even the bench didn't have to be great because of Danny Green. Seven threes in this game, the second highest uh, for a, a Sixers player in the playoffs. Um, I mean, what a game. 21 points. Danny was two for 14 in the first couple games. He was struggling. This is exactly what we needed. And it is not a coincidence that Danny Green was getting better looks. Again, ties back to Joel Embiid. James Harden was operating the two-man game. He was diming up Danny Green with these no looks. Why? Because there's so many defenders going every which way. They have to account two, at least for Joel. Then they're trying to stop James getting to the basket, and guys are just open and they, you know, they they weren't really relying on Danny Green, and he just heated up, man, and he was not missing. It was one of those I love Danny nights. Um, he was sensational. We're going to need this to continue in the series if we want a real shot, um, and that just shows the veteran leadership of Danny Green to have a couple bad games and come back, stay within himself, and get it done, and I think we missed that last year for sure. Um, but yeah, the Sixers completely outshot the Miami Heat. Uh, for once, when the when the shots go in our favor, we win the game. We out-rebounded them. We out-hustled them. Again, there were times where it did not look good. We definitely need to step it up, uh, especially on the offensive glass. But we had more assists. We were moving the ball. It, it just looked more free-flowing. And I feel like everybody played more confident knowing they had that anchor down low in Joel Embiid. Um, and we were out on the break more. We were moving the ball. I mean, it was great. It was really a great performance. Um, at the end of the day, like I said on my tweet last night, um, you know, I will never tolerate Joel Embiid hate again in terms of his toughness, his determination. Um, the fact that he came out here and played like that, what a valiant effort. And this is kind of a win that can galvanize the troops, right? This is kind of a confidence boost where, you know, if you win on Sunday, and by the way, to finish this off, um, Sunday is a must win. You cannot go down three to one back to Miami. Sure, we may have won a game with Joel Embiid on the floor in the first two games, but you can't worry about that now. You have to take care of your business. I'm not going to go over the line yet. I'm very proud of what Joel Embiid did last night. If he can come out on Sunday night and play the same way and just look like he's mobile, right, look like he can move um, and get other guys involved and he's not shaky or anything, then I'll really start to believe. I'll believe, okay, Joel is back and he's good to go. Somehow he has done it. But I need to see it again Sunday night, and the Sixers need to win that game. If they do and they tie this up 2-2, two to two. all the pressure is on Miami going back to South Beach, and I think we will really, really have a series. But all you can take away is the positive from last night of Joel Embiid and his impact on the floor. It is a game I will not forget, um, and he deserves some damn respect, man. But those are just my thoughts. What a game. Looking forward to Sunday night. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comments section again. Thank you very much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.